Hello, everyone. Again, we are here. This is Hour of Healing, uh, part two of Obtaining Relationships for Success. And um, just to give you a brief summary of the part one, but I really urge you to go listen to it. We talked about a relationship to self and handling failures. Uh, we, we spoke about acknowledging certain things, being honest to yourself, accepting responsibilities, and obtaining support in the environment that we are in. So right now in this um, section, we are going to talk about um, strategic relationships, uh, handling success, evaluating relationship, and we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes us. So I am excited. This is Candace again, and Dr. Joe is here with me as we are about to dive into this, this uh, pressing um, topic that is so needed in our society today. Um, I hope you share this to your loved ones and friends so they can also benefit as you are. Dr. Joe, are we ready for today? <laughs> <laughs> I Absolutely. hope you are ready and, and excited. Thank you so much, Sister Candice, uh, for um, the wonderful introduction. And yes, uh, dear listeners, we are um, still under our overarching theme that talks about uh, the certainty of success. And today, like uh, as Sister Candy said, um, we are looking at relationships um, for success, relationships that impact success. And you know, uh, in part one, we talked about relationship being a connection between objects or uh, parties or groups that the fundamental idea of every relationship is the concept of connection or association. Right. And um, I, I had said that um, when you understand relationships from that point, you are not bothered by so many things that you encounter in life um, yeah. because we get to a place that we become so sensitive that anybody can say anything and it becomes a big deal to us. Yeah. Whereas the person has no relations, no connection, mm -hmm. no association with us in any magnitude. No. As a matter of fact, dear listener, the only connection you may have had with that person was the mere fact that you two were both driving on the same road at the same time. Yeah. But then we hear of stories, horror stories, I should say, of people who, um, they call it road rage. They get so <laughs> upset by somebody saying something out of their car or blowing their horn that they, 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 they follow them, they attack them. Uh, all these things because, friends, we have not gotten to the point where we actually understand and know what relationships are about and what relationships are meant to do for us. Yeah. You know, re relationships are meant to help us. Relationships are meant to help us get to our destined purpose. But mm -hmm. when you have not realized the importance of relationships, then you get tossed about by so many things that, like I said, don't matter. And um, I had mentioned that for the purpose of our conversation with our overarching theme in mind, the two main relationships that we were going to focus on was our relationships to ourselves and strategic relationships. Mm -hmm. And so Candace said, we talked about 
relation relating to ourselves in the sense of handling failure and so um that is where we were and that is um just again is the background to uh, what our conversation certainly is about so um i'll turn it back to you yeah so to to right now is technically the same relationship to self but just handling success correct Correct. Yeah. So uh, go listen to the first one because that was about handling failures, you know, and this is all part of the main theme. So you have to get, you know, both sides so it can make a whole and help you grow. And um, just a quick thing that I want to add on to what Dr. Joe said is that, you know, you have to be able to separate yourself from separate your emotions from people that you don't have that connection or that association that Dr. Joe defined in what a relationship is. If you don't have a connection with people at your job place or a certain level of association with them, why do you allow yourself to be riled up by every little thing they say? Mm. You know, it's like when I go to church, you know, I'm a different person. And when I'm at home, I'm a different person. When I'm at school, I'm a different person Mm. because I understand these sectors in in how they play a role in my life. So certain things that will get me upset at home will literally be like a walk on water at my workplace or at school because there's a certain connections that I, I don't have, you know, I don't have in certain places. I may have it in a family or I may have it at school, but I don't have that same connection or association with certain people at my job place. So we have to uh, define these areas in our life and be able to know the connections that it, and the impacts that it has on us and to able to open ourselves up to let it influence our emotions. You know, so we have to really know. It's all in the knowing and being self-aware of your surroundings. Again, we are in self-relationship. So you have to be able to define the sectors of your life that make you you, that make that brings the self out. Okay. So and then and then it will be easier to be able to define certain challenges that we 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 come across and certain successes. So we're handling success. How how do we handle success in our daily lives? Yeah, Sister Candice, uh, thank you so much uh, for that. And I will touch uh, on the handling success, but I want to clarify one thing um, because uh, I keep saying that on platforms like this, uh, people can take things and blow them out of proportion. So when uh, Sister Candice talks about that the way she lives at church and school and home is different, it's not about you putting up a front that are all pretending to be somebody that you are not but as she said the key to what she was saying was she has defined all these environments and how they impact her and i think that is where sister Candace, a lot of people or a lot of pretense come in because when you haven't defined an environment and its influence on your life then you begin to see all environments as the same and so um, I think that is really um, important. And thank you so much for bringing that up. Before we go into the handling success, I just want to point this out. There's a notion in our society that um, you are being fake. There's this notion you are being fake. Don't be phony. And, the, you know, that concept is what drives us into not being able to define where we are and how it influences us because we think it's being fake, like what you, you were saying. So mm-hmm. let's take that notion out. You are not being phony. You are not being fake. 
be a certain way to your boss and be a certain way it, that's being professional okay? <laughs> know, it's, right? it's not being phony <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much sister candace for clarifying that absolutely uh and so i'm gonna dive right in because i think we have a lot to cover um because success is good mm-hmm. success ought to be enjoyed I don't want anyone to listen to our podcast and from today not enjoy the success that they have been able to achieve. Mm-hmm. Because, dear listener, it takes hard work yeah. to achieve any level of success in life. Mm-hmm. One thing that I always say is that there is a difference between success and good success. And remember in season one, when we talked about the certainty of success, we talked about the fact that success, though is defined as the outcome of an undertaking, mm-hmm. is so tied in to what your purpose in life is. Mm-hmm. And what good thing or what else in life will give you joy and, and excitement if working towards your purpose is not the thing that gives you satisfaction and joy. So I want my listeners to know that it's good to be happy and celebrate success. But there is a huge difference between obtaining success and maintaining success. There are a lot of people who have achieved success but are not successful. Mm, Powerful. And for you to be able to be successful, that means that there is longevity of impact. Mm -hmm. Friends, again, don't confuse achieving or achieving success with being successful. Mm. We achieve various stages of success mm. in order to become successful in life. Mm. Your, you being successful has to do with your purpose in life. Mm. But there are so many things, including even in the church, that, Sister Candice, we see that they are successful today, they are on top today, but tomorrow they are gone. And there is no memory of them. Mm. And it breaks my heart when I hear of such powerful preachers who are dead and it's as if they were not even alive. Right. When you become successful, your impact lives when you are dead. Mm. And yeah. that is why I make that distinction. Yeah. Dear listeners, many people have gone from the top to the bottom today because they could not handle success. So it's, it's like Dr. Joe saying that we are driven by the idea of obtaining the success, not the idea of um, maintaining it. Correct. Yeah. It's, so, it's so interesting, Sister Candace, because, you know, when you are driven in, in uh, to your words, when you are driven to just achieve success, 
but not driven to maintain success mm-hmm. your your reach your success becomes mm-hmm. very limited yeah as a matter of fact let me give you a classic example the reason why many people settle after they are done with their college or their masters and they have a good paying job uh the reason why many people settle with a good paying job and not press on for their purpose is because they are driven to achieve success and yeah. once the good paying job comes in they think they have achieved it mm. but that's not the goal but that's not success that should not because remember in uh the last recording we did for season 1 i posed this question to our listeners that is your good paying job your purpose in life mm or your purpose is to use that good paying job as the platform to greater heights you might not be uh, and i don't want people to think that i'm calling everybody in to say become a preacher or whatever it is but your good paying job might be the platform for you to be able to stand on to help a homeless person and mm-hmm. before you know it helping one homeless person turns to helping 20 homeless people and by the time you know it you have impacted masses of people mm-hmm. by getting them off the street and placing them in a place where they are also impacting other people mm. so handling success is very key because you know for anyone who achieves any level of success like i said it's very difficult to do but once you have achieved that success the danger is that you may get to a place where you think that you you have arrived there are many people and many illustrations of this in the bible we uh, we talk about the the um story of the man that popularly in the christian sector is called the rich fool when he had his money or when he was rich no, the scripture had no problem with him mm-hmm. his problem was not with him being rich his problem was with him not being able to handle the success that came with his riches mm. so even that rich fool that we call or that we read about in the bible his riches he did not consider that as his success mm-hmm. but when he had amassed a lot of produce he said to himself that my soul rests for you have stored up enough so in other words his lack of acknowledging mm-hmm. the impact that ought to come with his success with all the produce that he had the impact that he could have made was what brought about him being called a fool mm. and so being able to handle success is so important uh, uh, sister candice and I, i i know i keep talking about this so let's dive right into it so that um uh, our listeners will be able to understand where we we coming from because um as in part 1 i talked about the story of joseph and i said mm-hmm. we will pick up when we talk about handling success mm-hmm. 
Right. You know, after everything that Joseph went through, mm -hmm. he now gets to a place where he is elevated as the second in command in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And the same people who were the reasons for every single heartache and headache in his life now come before him, not realizing that he is the same person that they had thrown into a pit or sold. They did not realize that he is the same person that they lied about or lied upon. Mm -hmm. Friends, you may be in a position right now that you are achieving success or you are at a place of success. But you have been hurt deeply by others on your way to this platform right. or on your way to this level of success. This is what Joseph said. That, I think, is sums up his entire life. He told his brothers that do not be too hard on yourselves. Mm. For what you meant for evil, God mm. meant it for good. Hallelujah. You know, for you to be able to handle success, you need to get to a place in your life that you realize that every negative thing that came your way, there has been good out of it. Yes. And to be able to do that, you must have learned from those negative things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you don't learn from the setbacks, the failures, I'm sorry, you will not be able to handle success. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that happens when we, we, we get to the level or the place of success is pride. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> pride says in. And Sister Candice, the reason why pride says in is not because we by nature were proud, but because we get to a place where we forget the thousands of helpers we had along the way. We get to this place where we think of ourselves as being enough. Mm. We forget that it was by the sweat and the blood of other people, sometimes people that we have not even known, that paved the way for us to be able to stand upon that platform to get to our place of success. Mm. Yes, you might be um, so full of yourself because you have come up with the next best app there is. Mm -hmm. But remember that the app that you have invented is going to work on the phone that somebody else created. Mm -hmm. So what is the place for your pride if you realize that your success is dependent on somebody else? Mm -hmm. And so one of the first things you need to do in order to handle success is being humble. Right. Being humble. How to maintain longevity of impact is to be humble. Remain grounded in the principles that got you to where you are. So many times when people get to a place of success, I find, in, especially in the uh, Christian community, is that when they get to a place of success, they, uh, it becomes um, 
kind of an antagonistic relationship with their mentors that they had when they were growing up. Um, a, a very uh, real example for this is when um, young ministers leave their, uh, their church and go to form their own churches. Mm-hmm. It become like, I want the people in the other church to know that I have, I am the better pastor. Mm-hmm. Well, you may be more eloquent, you may be more demonstrative, but remember the boring, <laughs> Ill, uh, uh, Ill, 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 eloquent pastor that you once served under was the one who helped get you where you are. Don't make the mistake of thinking that they had nothing to do with your success. Yeah. Humility is what helps us maintain success the most. And we will talk about humility and gratitude when we talk about maintaining relationships. Because remember, this topic, handling success, is part of our conversations about relationships obtaining relationships so when we talk about maintaining relationships we will dive deeper into humility and also gratitude which i think is the next way we handle success being grateful that's true being grateful to the fact that all that you have achieved was done for you through you by someone mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite passages in the bible and this was a, a a passage that i believe god gave me the day i completed residency the day i was getting ready to go for my residency graduation and it's in isaiah mm-hmm. he says that all that we have accomplished god it is you who did it for us. Yes. And being grateful certainly goes just beyond acknowledging God. Mm-hmm. Being grateful, I will explain when we talk about gratitude, is one of the antidotes to failure, one of the antidotes to pride, Mm-hmm. And one of the antidotes to um, regression in life, as in going backwards rather than forward. You know, there are people who, because of their lack of gratitude, when they achieved one level of success, <laughs> could not go any further. That's so it's, it's so important that we maintain a grateful attitude. Yeah. And then the other thing is to learn from your success. Mm. Learn from your success. Mm. You know, when you meet great men and women and you talk to them about the secrets to their success, one thing that I have had many tell me over and over is don't only learn from people who are successful, but also learn from people who fail. Failed. And what I realized in my quest for this, to learn from people who are successful, is that they don't ever stop learning from their success. Mm-hmm. 
they use the success that they have achieved as the platform mm. to uh, achieve the next thing. In other words, the success become their motivation to keep getting better. Mm. They don't see their success as the all in all or the end or be all. Mm. And so, how do you see your success in life, my dear Alexander? Right, right. How do you see your success in education mm. or career? Because if you don't learn from your success, mm -hmm. then at some point, your failures will become so negligible or so tiny that you will not be able to learn anymore. Mm. And at that point, my dear listener, complacency sets in. Comes comfortable. <laughs> so think about the people that you know are successful in your life. Mm -hmm. Where is the complacency? Mm. And if you don't see it in them, go and ask them mm. how do you maintain your success? Mm. You know, one great. Um, preacher, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, said that when one comes to the point of death, we should die empty. Mm -hmm. And the only way, my dear listener, to die empty is to be able to get to the place where you learn from your success. Mm. That success becomes the stepping stool for your level of impact or your next level of success. Mm. I know I've mentioned impact several times, so I want to bring this up because I actually think that one of the ways of handling success also is investing in others. Mm. You know, if you don't use your success to inspire mm. others, wow. if you don't use your success to build up others, you are becoming a detriment to society. Mm. Because remember, if your success and your purpose have a direct correlation, then you owe it to society to invest your success in them. Because it's by investing your success in society that people will benefit from your success. Mm. And so, dear listener, there are a few things that I have listed here. And I, I, I say this because um, this is part of the project that we're working on to be able to get this uh, out to the public. So yeah. I will list just these few, but I want you to understand that it is so important that when success comes, it's not a matter of if. If you have been following us for a year now, you know that success will come. Yes. But when it comes, the way that you handle it is so crucial and so important. Mm. Because if you cannot handle your success, let me tell you this. You know, mm. as I was preparing for our section today, uh, a, a person came in mind, and that is... Um, the King Saul. Mm -hmm. 
Do you realize that Saul's detriment was his success? Mm. Here is a man who, yes, was very handsome, very, very um, pleasing to the eyes. The Bible says, when you read the book of 1 Samuel, it talks about Saul as being an elegant man. He was um, a giant among his relatives or everyone else in his tribe. Mm -hmm. But remember, he came from a tribe that was the least when you consider the 12 tribes of Judah. Hmm. Now, when Saul became king, he forgot he how he <laughs> became king. In other words, these things that we are talking about did not show in his kingship. Mm -hmm. It didn't show humility. Mm. Saul didn't show gratitude. Yes. Saul didn't invest in others mm -hmm. and so he ends up losing his three sons and his own life as a matter of fact Saul takes his own life he commits suicide in battle because he couldn't handle success success yeah when success came King Saul became all about himself yeah to the point that when it was time for a sacrifice, he could not wait for the prophet who anointed him king to get there. Mm. And when uh, when the prophet Samuel got there, it's so interesting the dialogue that happens between King Saul and Samuel. When you read the Bible, it talks about Saul saying that I went ahead and gave the offering to God because I didn't want my enemies to overcome me. Mm. Meanwhile, before he became king, the enemies were the enemies of God. Mm. Wow. Friends, I want you to understand that no matter how great or how blessed you become, yes, God will give you blessings. Mm. But if you do not learn how to handle the blessings, they can become your detriment. Yeah. Can become a curse. As a matter of fact, Sister Candice, people, um, usually when we talk about success, people obviously talk about money or think about money. Yes. But people don't realize that there are certain problems in life that will not come unless you become rich. Mm. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 it's so interesting and maybe sometime, I know we talked about finances um, in season one, but maybe sometime we will talk about um, true wealth. How to handle wealth. <laughs> because there are problems that will not come, my dear listener, until you get to that place of success. Yeah. And so it's so important that you learn these things with the little successes that you have. Remember, if we want to be entrusted by God with great things, we must take responsibilities for the things that he has entrusted in our hands now. Don't, don't start going around disrespecting people, um, uh, thinking people are beneath you because you have gone past where they were. I'm not saying go and 
dwell in your old self. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But remember that the people that you see now who are not at your level of success, you were once there. Mm -hmm. There are some people that have begged for their daily bread before. But when they get to a place where they have surplus, they forget what it feels to beg. To beg. And mm -hmm. so they go about disrespecting others. Friends, your success today is good. You have to enjoy it. That is one of the ways you handle success. You celebrate it. You enjoy it. Yes. But I lump that all into learning from the success. Because if you learn from the success, then you are acknowledging the success. You, yes. So you can celebrate it. You can enjoy it. Yes. But don't use your platform of success as the means or as the reason why you dehumanize others. Yeah. Because, friends... Success without purpose is no good success. Yes. And I think we said that in the uh, previous recordings, you made mention of. Thank you so much, dear listeners, for joining us this week as we have been talking about handling success. You know, friends, it's important that we handle success because success at any level is so difficult to come by. And so, friends, what is the point of putting in all that hard work to be able to attain success and yet not be able to handle them? We hope that our discussion so far has been bringing much needed healing to you wherever you find yourself on this ladder of success. We will be bringing you the concluding part of this conversation on handling success and also talking about evaluating relationships because, friends, help is available. Help is needed for success. But remember, all help comes from God through men. And so we will spend some time in the concluding part of our conversation talking about how we can evaluate relationships and hopefully be able to bring you the all-important strategic relationship conversation at a later time. God bless you so much for tuning in and joining us today. Again, friends, if you have any comments or feedback for us, you can get that to us on our Facebook page, Hour of Healing, Hour of Healing. And friends, you can also send us direct messages on the email available on that Facebook page. And we will do our very best to be able to address those concerns um, on our next subsequent recordings. God bless you so much, friends, for everything that you do um, to make impact and also to help others in your own right in whatever field you find yourself. We will see you same time next week. Bye-bye.